Tzorayim Tov, we continue in the Sefer Bayam Der Kechel, on page Kuf Tzadi Aleph, and we're up to Musaf. What is the concept of Musaf from the mystical side? So, we're in subcategory Aleph. Obviously, Musaf, we elevate to higher levels, and if you recall, we mentioned in the morning, we reach comprehensions of understanding Hashem. We understand that everything is just the infinite light from Hashem. Everything is nullified before this great light. And in, and in, and in depth, there is no re, true reality outside of Hashem. Now, this is a very high level. And this is uh, against the normal, natural conceptions that people have. It's against our, our, our external nature. But only the Jews who are believers, children of believers, we have the ability to accept this gift and to comprehend the Shabbos with such an, a, a way of understanding, everyone according to the level. But this understanding is divided into two parts. He calls one part Midos and one part Mochim, and he explains what they mean. Midos is the active revelation of the concept, meaning to say how a person feels in reality from receiving this kind of light. That is called Midos. The Mohid is the understanding and the recognition of it. In other words, first, a person has to feel something. Okay? Uh, but he may not understand it properly or can't explain it. When he gets a little higher, he understands something in, de in depth. He's even able to understand and explain it. Sometimes you can feel like I can't explain it. So therefore, in the morning, we receive the light we call the Midos of the Chachma, and we get this feeling. But when we come to Musaf, we go higher and also receive the understanding of the brain, that we grasp the concept with a clarity and a completion of that understanding that we can even explain it. And that's what we'll see in a minute is called the Kedushas Keser, the sanctity of the crown, which leads to the second subtopic, which is called Kedushas Keser. Now, if you are Nusach Svard, by Musaf, uh, the Musaf repetition and the Kedusha starts with the word Keser, Yit Let them give you the crown. And that is because we have reached a level of the highest level we can reach, which is called the Keser. We've come to that complete level. Now, Nusach Ashkenaz does not say the word Keser, but still the illumination of the Kesser is there. The realities aren't changing no matter what the text of our liturgy of the Kedusha is. So what is this inner concept of the Kesser? Like we're giving Hashem the Kesser. Okay. The idea of the Kesser we always know. It's, it's, it's either the first or the, of the ten spheros or the one that precedes the spheros. It's the desire and the pleasure which is the root of everything. 
everything that happens in the world on any level, the root is there's a desire for that to happen. And that desire comes from the fact that you are awaiting to receive a great pleasure in something. Uh, and therefore, without a will, there's no way. And the Kesser is the crown. Why a crown? Crown's on top of the mind before you start thinking, what's your desire? What do you want? Kesser is unlimited. And just like a king who has a crown, whatever he wants can get accomplished. So too, when you really want something badly in the Kesser, it can be accomplished. Now, what is this idea of pleasure and this root desire of Hashem? Hashem's pleasure is found in the souls of the Jewish people. Because before Hashem created the world, Hashem saw there would be a world with Jewish souls and they would serve him and they would keep the torn mitzvahs and that would bring him a lot of naches and therefore he created the world. Hashem, what was the, what was the motivation, so to speak, for Hashem to create the world? Because he knew there'd be people who would, who would accept Hashem and bring godliness into the world. And that pleasure and that desire that Hashem had in the Jewish people before the creation of the world shows how deep that connection is with us, with him to us. And we're rooted in a very deep place to the point that the bond with Hashem and the Jew is the reason why Hashem created the entire world. That's what the Kesser is really all about. So therefore, when the Kesser is aroused... It arouses by Hashem that root pleasure and desire that he has in us. And it reveals the great deep connection that we have with him. And therefore, if we know that exists, so all the concealments, all the prosecutions get nullified because they're all external ideas. There's no meaning to them. Once the real depth and the reason for everything comes into being. In other words, Hashem created us for a very important reason. And if even if we mess up, it doesn't change the rot zone. The rot zone is there. So therefore, when we go to that world of the rot zone, we don't think about the realities presently. We're looking at what is the eventuality that must happen, that will happen in the reason for our creation. Now, during the weekdays, you see, there's a lot of concealment. And when you have all that concealment and separation, every creature feels he's an own independent reality and he is separated from that supernal source. And it's not, it's not revealed, this idea that all Jews are rooted in one place. Now, this parenthetically, in footnote, Kufnun Zion explains why after the sin of the golden calf, what happened? The Jews lost their crowns. They lost the crowns that they got. They got when they said not some issue. They got two crowns. After the sin of the golden calf, they were gone. Because what does the crown mean? They were wearing the crown because we really understood the purpose of the whole world why Hashem created them with that pleasure. Hashem had so much pleasure when we said massive mission as well. The whole reason that I created the world is coming into reality. But then they sinned. And we weren't on that level to reveal that root Kesser. So you have to be taken away. And that's what means they lost their crowns, which means the revelation and that comprehension.
However, we are told every Shabbos, Moshe Rabbeinu brings back the crowns and we get a little illumination because that supernal unity is revealed and that's why on Shabbos we say Keser because that illumination is being revealed. Okay, that's an important point. So therefore during the week, during the week it's hard to feel the Keser. But in Shabbos Kodesh, which is a day that's destined for that revelation of the unity of Hashem in the world, through the bonding of the Jewish souls with Hashem, then there's a great unity in the creation with Hashem, and it is now revealed that truth to everyone. And that is why uh, we say that all the tefillahs of Shabbos are to bring life and activity to the revelation of Hashem that's revealed on Shabbos Kodesh, and especially on the unique prayer for Shabbos, which is Musaf, because that's when the revelation is the most, and we arouse the light of the Keser, which is the highest thing, where that's the root, root of everything. And that's why we say the words, if you're smart, Keser yitnu l'chom malochim hamone Let the angels from the, the groups of the angels above, let them give you the crown, im Yisrael, im with the Jewish people, to gather below. Which means to say, what is the keser that the angels give to Hashem? That's because they are mentioning to Hashem that there's a Jewish people down below who accept you 100%, and that's the root of everything that ever happened. And that connection between us and Hashem is the deepest thing in creation. And that's the greatest pleasure that Hashem gives. The pleasure from the Jewish souls that there are in this world. And therefore the Jewish people feel these uh, feelings of Hashem when we say the words Keser All the souls are elevated very high because the essence of the Jewish soul is revealed and it's clarified their deep connection that above everything there is a root connection that Hashem delights in the essential creation that was to be bound up to Hashem. Why? Because on Shabbos the light of Hashem is revealed in the world in the biggest revelation and the Jewish people now are just follow that connection to return to Hashem and be unified with Him they take pleasure in this this root connection and Hashem takes pleasure from us. And that's a connection that's only we can get because we're rooted in that place. And we go higher and higher with all the davenings until we say, Kasser, we get to the perfection of the unity and the connection and the nullification and the incorporation within Hashem. And therefore, footnote at the next section, Gimel says, and when we say the words in the Kedusha of Ayeh, Aleph Yudhei, Ayeh Makom Kodo, we say that we should have in mind to get the extra level of Neshama that we now, we're in, on fire and we're yearning from Hashem's perspective how amazing this is. Okay. And on footnote Dalid, and therefore the Kedusha of Keser we add one last part. We say, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echod. Now, historically, this happened. Why? Because 
in the times of the persecutions against the Jews, various governments made laws that Jews could not say Shema Yisrael during the davening, And the non-Jews would send policemen into the shul, and they knew we say Shema, when we normally say Shema, it's within the first hour of davening, depending on how slow you daven. So they send a policeman and say, you don't want to hear those words. If they say the word Shema Yisrael, we're going to lock them all up. So he couldn't say Shema. But after an hour, he leaves. So therefore, we inserted it into the Kiddush Shema Yisrael. That is what we'll call the historical technical reason. However, there's a much deeper reason. Because what does the Shema mean? The Shema means that Hashem is the only reality. That is the reality of Enod Novato. So now if we have to put it in somewhere else in the davening, where are we going to put it? Hey, we're going to put it in anywhere. Why did we put it in the middle of the Kedusha? Because that's the apex of the Kesser. Once you got the Kesser and you realize you've given the crown to Hashem, why? Because we're all connected to Hashem and the purpose of the world has become created. And that's the essence of Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokein Hashem Echad. Because when we say the Shema, we're saying Hashem is the only reality and we're, we accept the yoke of Him. We're prepared to die for Hashem. For this truth that we just said with the Keser, we want to give Hashem the Keser, we want to live with that reality. So now we have to be really willing to what? To, to die for Hashem and to want that reality. So therefore, when you come to the word Shema Yisrael, Hashem, okay, Hashem, according to Kedush, you have to feel that everything is bound up with Hashem. And it's all a revelation of Hashem. And that, again, is the secret of the Keser, that everything is one complete unity, where it's clarified that all reality is just HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's found in every place. To the point where you're willing to give up your life because you know Hashem is everything and you're delighting with nullifying yourself into Hashem. And that is the Musaf, and that is the Kudus. Now, we go to Perak Hay, which is called, on page Kuf, Tzadi, Hey, it's called Sudasa Datika Kadisha. It is the meal of the ancient Holy One. Now, subsection Aleph says that the Shabbos lunch meal is on a higher level than the Friday night meal. Because the light that comes to the Shabbos morning meal or afternoon meal, depending on what you eat, it's rooted in this Keser that we just spoke about which we'll totally feel a little later on in the day, in the afternoon, which we'll discuss either today or tomorrow. That, that is the Kesser that brings us to the highest level, but we haven't yet got there. But we're ready, we're ready nourishing from the Kesser that we can already eat with a connection to Hashem. And therefore, someone who merits is able to feel at this meal the light of the Kesser that begins to illuminate at this meal. And through the eating, you can reach a certain level of clinging to Hashem within everything, including the food as well that's there. And there's a bracket there that I will skip. Uh, but, uh, well, no, maybe we'll do it. He says... Let's do the bracket. He says, this is the difference between the light of wisdom, of Chachma, that illuminates in the morning to the light of Keser that illuminates 
in the afternoon. Because with the light of Chachm, of wisdom, we only see the reality of Hashem, and there's nothing that exists besides that. Nothing else takes any place. That's the intellectual side. There is nothing but Hashem. But once you get to the light of the Kesser, where the created beings have some kind of reality, but that reality just is revealing that Hashem is that whole reality, and they really have no reality. So there's the intellectual understanding, and then there's the Kesser understanding. Okay? So within the light of Chachma, which is the morning understanding, there's not that much for the human being to do. He's bottle, and he delights in the light of Hashem. And therefore, the eating at the lunch meal is on the level of Chachma, which is not a perfect level, because the whole idea of eating is elevating all the creatures to its source. So there's not a lot of revelation of Hashem in the creation. But now, when you're going to have the light coming from the Kesser, then you really can eat properly, which is going to be at Shalashudas. Therefore, in base, he said, this meal is called the meal of the ancient Holy One, because the brains and the light come from a very high place, which is called the ancient Holy One, which is the Kesser. Okay? And the truth is, the level of Kesser elevates itself at this time and goes to a very high place where it has both of these fundamental ideas in serving Hashem. The idea of Bittl on the one hand and the other idea of efforts and yearning on the other hand. And therefore, it, it flows to us during this meal, which is um, totally intertwined, the idea of Bittl, the way it's illuminating in the day, and to recognize there is nothing else but Hashem, and therefore we reach a certain level of tranquility. And then also that other level illuminates the level of yearning, because with the light of the Kesser, it's revealed how the service of the Jewish people give Hashem so much pleasure. And it's not just for themselves, but it's to reveal the light of Hashem, because whatever we do is from the power of Hashem, and that reveals more of that that even what appears to be the individual has his own creation, the truth is it's all coming from Hashem. Okay. We now move to the next section, which is called Rava de Ravin, Desire of Desire. Okay, now we're coming to the afternoon, into Shalashudas, Mincha, all these things, and what is this all about as we now reach the holiest levels. Remember, as we keep moving on Shabbos, the rocket is going higher and higher. So we're now on page Reish. What is the service during the time of Rava de Ravon? Subcategory Aleph again repeats the idea that we've said already. It's the Orha Keser. It's the light of the Keser, which is Ratzon, which is desire. He says, now we're getting to the to the apex of the growth of the Shabbos, the time of Mincha, the time of desire, desire, where Hashem illuminates the light of the Kesser. By Musaf, it just starts to come out, but now it gets stronger and stronger. And as we've said, the inner aspect of the Kesser is the desire, where the desire, the root desire of Hashem becomes revealed, and why we cre- he created the world 
is in order to reveal that unity within the creatures that they should totally cleave to Hashem in the good that Hashem has to offer. And at this time, which is the height of the growth of Shabbos, Hashem reveals His existence, His unity that's awesome is revealed to make known that ain't od movado, and all the Jewish souls draw after Hashem, and they feel that we want only you, Hashem. You are the only true existence. There's nothing else but you, and we're very strong in these feelings. And the souls are aroused to want only Hashem because it comes from an recognition that there's nothing except Hashem. And to want only what he wants and to seek only Hashem in a way that all of our vibrancy and our pleasure comes from Hashem and his service and in every way that we can know him. And in section Bays, he says, the avod at this time is to want only Hashem. So this desire that arouses now is a very strong desire. It's an inner desire, true desire of every Jewish soul. Because with the power of the light of this Ravadaravan of desires of desires, it arouses now within the Jew that deep hidden point of the soul that is searching Hashem in all truth. Because the truth is every Jew in the depths of his soul wants only Hashem and to delight only from the splendor of the Shekhinah, because that is everything. And that is our avoda at this time, is the avoda of Ratzon desire to want only Hashem, to have a very strong desire to go after Hashem with all our strength and to decide to give over ourselves against all obstacles and all tests, everyone according to their level, as the Pasuk says, who know Hashem in all your ways. And don't think this is only for tzaddikim, he says. It's everyone according to their level should accept upon himself to proceed a little bit more, to advance a little bit more, to give his soul over a little bit more for something, to get closer to this place that the desire of a Jew is only for Hashem. Because now this light of Hashem is getting much more clearly revealed and we receive a lot more strength an ability to to accept upon ourselves to give over ourselves for this great connection to fight with Messiris Nefesh for against everything that wants to push us away. And therefore, in Gimel, he says, and this revelation that happens now, that is the perfection for which Hashem created the world. As Hashem wanted to have a domicile below. Hashem reveals his light in with the creations to the point they only want him that Hashem should rest upon them and be revealed through them. And that's why this time is called Rava the Ravan, the desire of the desire. Because the true desire of Hashem is revealed to have what? The Dira Petachtonim, the domicile below in a proper way. Because since the light of Hashem is now illuminating in the most powerful way this light causes the Jews to recognize that there's nothing else but Hashem until they only want Hashem and all the creatures are not their own independent realities, but they're a part of Hashem's revelation of the Ein Sof. And now the will of Hashem, that supernal will is now coming to fruition, that now Hashem has the Dira below. And that light that shines is the light of desire. 
the light that's revealed uh, of the infinite light, which is truly the depths of everything, and it's without any concealments. And this light causes the Jewish souls to reveal the inner desire that they have, that they only want Hashem, and they recognize that Hashem is the only reality, and thereby the Ratzon of Hashem is now perfected. Hashem now has the Dira below, and that is the state of perfection that the world is meant to achieve. Now, obviously, it's a lot of symbolism to when Mashiach comes. That's the ultimate Shabbos, the ultimate Shabbos. And again, again, there's there's three Shabbosim that each time of day reflects. You have the Shabbos of creation. We're okay. Now you see there's a purpose to all of creation. Then we have the Shabbos of Kabbalah Satur, where Hashem revealed himself to us. And then you have the Shabbos Yom Shekula Shabbos, which is Mashiach's times. So this all comes in in one nice package called the three times of Shabbos. Now, once this is going on, then great things are going up in Shemayim. He says at the time, at this time, there's no judgment and there's no concealment. But the true will of Hashem comes out, that the creatures are revealing that completely. They're incorporating Hashem and all the, the, the concealments are nullified. All the judgments, all the concealments that happen during the week. And what happens now? They get aroused at the time of Mincha Shabbos. They become nullified and all that's left is mercy and desire in Hashem's part. Now what's going on over here? Because during the week we do have Averos. And Averos have, a, have, a, have a, a, an ability to create Klebos, the concealments. And then according to the law, the light of Hashem should be concealed because of the Klebos. And therefore, during the week, the conduct of Hashem is according to the proper judgment based on what the people below do. That's how Hashem responds. And if they are concealing themselves from Hashem, then they're causing Hashem's conduct to be concealed from us. But now, when we reveal our desire and the light of Hashem is being revealed in the deepest place and it illuminates and arouses the Jewish hearts to Hashem and the Jew says, we only want you and we're only taking pleasure in your true reality, we recognize that all the concealments are phony. And when that revelation happens, then there's no more Averos because our inner desire is totally good. And we only want Hashem. And all the Averos are nothing true. They're just external. They have no true meaning. When you come to the deeper desire, I really, really only wanted you, Hashem. Everything else was just a big mistake. So then it doesn't exist anymore. And that's why it says in Hey, at this lofty time, the 13 attributes of mercy are aroused because those 13 attributes of mercy reveal the inner truth without any concealment, where the light of Hashem is really coming out without any concealment. That great light arouses the inner souls, and the inner soul of Jew is only to do good, and we have no handle of evil. And then all the judgments get sweetened. So that's the time of the Yud Gimel Midos come of Rachman come into the greatest um, reality. Okay. Subsection Vav. 
He continues, he says, when a person merits to reach that true desire and he recognizes there's nothing else but Hashem, so therefore, and he truly stands himself up in a position that he only wants Hashem and only what he wants is what we want until we have no other goals in our life but to serve Hashem and to do everything he wants, that is the perfection of the light of the Kesser. When a person wants exactly what Hashem wants, and then for Hashem brings down His light upon us. And how much do we merit this Ratzon? So the, rather, the more we merit this Ratzon, that all of reality is only Hashem, and we're just a, clu- a tool to receive the Ratzon of Hashem until the point we're willing to give up our lives, so therefore, we'll, we will be merited to see the revelation of that inner crown, which is Hashem resting totally on the Jewish people. Okay? Uh, to the degree that a person cleanses himself from self-worth and establishes himself only as a cleave for the light of Hashem, to that degree Hashem shines the light on us. And the person now becomes a chariot for the revelation of the Shekhinah and the light that's revealed of all Hashem's essence and through his actions, that's called dira b'tachtonim, a domicile below. And when anyone, we all merit that, according to our levels, that the light of Hashem rests on man, that's when we merit a great delight with Hashem, with this wondrous light, because the whole essence of this delight is the connection of the soul with the divine light that's its root. And now when we merit this complete connection to be this utensil that reveals all the light that's the greatest pleasure we can have and you don't want to get your pleasure from anything else at this time only from Hashem that's all there is okay so now in Zion he mentions though at this time there may be some other feelings now this is coming in the afternoons, coming to Shalashudas, all this, he says. He says, and it's very interesting, there's some people, Dafka, at this great and awesome moment, people feel darkness and difficulty. Even if Friday night they merited a lot of light, still and all, at the time of Rav and Rav, a lot of people feeling it's hard. And why? Why are people feeling out of it? And that's why subconsciously a lot of people sleep the whole Shabbos afternoon and miss through this all this. Why? Because with this light, the light of the Kesser, it's so lofty. What if you don't have the tools to hold it? Then that light comes across as something very dark and very difficult. As he says in footnote Kufsamach, this is the golden rule. Any light that comes to a Jew in a time where he's supposed to get that light. But if he doesn't have the kale, if he doesn't have the tools to absorb the light properly, he will receive the light in a way that it looks like darkness and difficulty. If a person's smart and you're saying, oh, I'm feeling like wasted now. So it doesn't mean you haven't received the light. It means you received the light, but it's coming in black. The light's coming, but you don't know how to handle it. Remember, like you look at the sun without any sunglasses. Don't say the light's not there. The light's there. And if you know that, don't be upset with the difficulty. 
surrender to it and say that means I should be being mavatal myself more. Don't say, oh, I'm feeling terrible about this, so I don't want nothing to do with it. So therefore, you've got to not be broken. Don't feel like you're nothing. And don't think you got any light. But to know this difficulty is exactly how the light is being revealed to you at this time. And you could overcome this and have the light come in a stronger way. And what do you got to do? You got to be Moser Nefesh. And you got to say, I, I still want Hashem, no matter how I'm feeling out of it, to strengthen yourself, to start speaking to Hashem. Pour your heart out with words and song and supplicate. And you say, Yidid Nefesh of Arachmin, please bring down, draw your servant to your desires. I'm not feeling it enough yet. And describe everything that's in Yidid Nefesh. My soul is yearning for you, but I'm having trouble feeling it. Okay, and to know this is only a test that even if, uh, that, that to, to see that Hashem is still with me on every situation and it's not possible for Hashem to leave me. So as much as you may not feel this great yearning, know it's there, know you're being tested and you have to push yourself harder and this is the way the light is being revealed to you. Okay, we'll stop it over here. Mr. Shem, tomorrow morning.